Another beautiful, wonderful, glorious day to you out there. Welcome to another session of the live broadcast of the Potter's Gate. This morning, we want to bless the Lord for his love, his love and his glorious mercy over our life. Wherever you are this morning, I want to welcome you to join us once again in prayer and seek the heart of God as the Father continue to lead us in the light of the spirit of his Son in the truth that he has ordained for us for this season. Indeed, we have been ushered into a new day where God is unveiling his mind, his intentions, his desire, particularly the pattern of how he wants his church to be built, how he wants his church to be run, and how he wants his church to be represented. We know that everything that the Lord has ordained for us has to go through the pattern that he has ordained for us in accordance to, amen, his, you know, the, you know, the scripture. So I, I'm praying this morning once again that as we, you know, invite ourselves, as we open our hearts, as we come before the Lord, that the Spirit of God once again will quicken us and we will journey further in the light of heaven's program for, amen, uh, this new day. We know that we have been ushered into a new priesthood. There's a new order of church that heaven is emphasizing. As the seasons of God unfolds and, and lead us further into heaven's intention, we know that there is a different order of faith. It's still the same word. It's still the same, you know, our, our value standard, the same our objective, but the concept of engaging, amen, changes. There are, there are changes in the dynamics of how we engage the things of God. And I believe this morning, once again, the Spirit of God, amen, will unfold to us as he has been doing for a while. We are moving to us a new, a new concept of engaging, engaging in terms of representation. And therefore, I believe this morning that as we pray, as we look into one or two scripture, and just generally, you know, align our hearts and say yes to what God is doing in this season, right? That we will indeed become more, even more compliant to the standard of God, to the will of God. So I want to welcome you. If you're joining me this morning, uh, wherever you're joining from, or maybe you're joining from, uh, 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 you know, a time zone that is afternoon at your end or even evening, welcome this morning. Amen. This is uh, our time zone here in South Africa. We are just waking up. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're just waking up to a brand new day, amen. This is the third day of the month of August. By the way, the month of August, amen, prepares us, amen, for the month of September where we know that, amen, we are going to be stepping into some uh, 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 new expressions and, and, and manifestation, all right? And this is not something that is just limited to, you know, spirituality, even in, in human realm. September is always a month where, you, you, you know, uh, uh, people who are in, you know, in the world of, you know, banking, finance, you know, and even the world of tech, you know, they, they, they you know, offer new products, they bring new things into the fore, whatever they've been planning, whatever they, so it, it's, it's a time, you know, of spiritual engagement, as, 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 as it is a time where we need to also understand how we must, you know, interact and deal with things in the natural human realm. So periods like this prepare us, amen, in warfare. We need to guard our hearts. We need to guard our mind. We need not to be frivolous. We need not to be, you know, captured, amen, by, by, by the spirit of mammon, by, you know, material things. This is a time for you to really begin to, you need to begin to zero your mind, your understanding, amen, in terms of the, you know, the disciplines of the spirit. 
All right. I've, 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 of course, learned this all through the years in my work with God. I've been able to study, amen, what happened in every, you know, a, a season, or if you will, months, you know, of the year. Yes, we, God does not live in the, in the, in the, in the chronos of men, but like I always say, Chronos are expressions of manifestation. So whatever is manifesting today, amen, did not just happen today. Something has been happening, amen. It's been brewing somewhere. somewhere some, somebody has been creating something, preparing something. And that's how it is, amen. Even in the realm of the spirit, the enemy doesn't just attack us. The attack that we feel or we see, amen, in the natural human realm are the manifestation of things that have been happening, amen, in the spirit that we are not conversant of, that we are not aware of. So we should not live in that moment where, you know, we get surprised. We should not be surprised, amen, about, about things, either by new things uh, or by, you know, uh, uh, you know, some satanic attack or even some new products, amen. We should, we should always live our life in that dimension, amen, of the spirit, meaning that, amen, we are able to understand what, what has happened, what is happening, and what is about to happen, amen. The spirit realm, amen, has no future. When you live in the spirit realm, amen, you have no future because the future is a life, is a person, amen. And, and as long as you live in Christ, amen, you continue to engage in that dimension of following him, amen. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. So there is no surprise in Christ, amen. When you're a person of the spirit, you're never surprised. You're, the, the enemy cannot, you know, cannot attack you with that issue of, well, oh, you're caught on, on guard, unprepared. No, you're always aware. Why? Because you're a person of the spirit. Spirit, you're a man of the spirit, you're a woman of the spirit. And because you're of the spirit, amen, you are not of this world. You are not limited. You are not captured by time, amen. You are not subjugated, amen, to the things, amen, that causes men, all right, to, to drop their guard and to, you know, drop their uh, uh, their sense of hope, you know. We, we, we are people of the spirit, all right. And this is the kind of church the Lord is building. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your spirit this morning. We honor you for the proclamations and the declarations of your heart. Thank you, Father, for the things that you are saying, declaring to us. Thank you. Father, for this water, this living water that is flowing. Indeed, we are drinking and we are being washed on a day-to-day -day basis. Once again, Father, we approach you with the spirit of openness, with submission. We, we approach you this morning, oh God, with total yieldedness, oh God, to your heart, to your mind, to your desire. <clears throat> We approach you this morning knowing truly that you will speak to us because indeed those who come desiring to be to you know to, to hear from you, yes, Father, you speak to them. You are not a God that is playing either sick with us. You want to speak to us, you are speaking. Your word says, Let those who have the ears to hear hear what the spirit is saying. You are speaking to us regarding all kinds of realities in life. And so, Father, this morning we bring ourselves to quietness and we surrender, we yield ourselves to what your spirit is saying. Speak to us. We say we are hearing, we are listening, oh God. Grant us, oh God, once again, the earing ears, yes, Father, the, the, the heart to conceive and the eyes to see. In the name of Jesus, we proclaim we will not be distracted. And if there be any distraction in our midst, oh God, Father, we bring them to the feet of the cross this morning. If there is anything, anyone around us that is causing distraction, help us, Father, to know how to address, yes, such, such an issue, such a person in the name of Jesus, because we hate to be distracted. We, we 
set our heart, we set our heart, yes, on the journey of faith. We proclaim this morning that all that we are and all that we represent is to honor and to glorify you with our walk, oh God, with our profession, oh God, with our calling, with our assignment. Wherever we are, whatever we're doing this morning, we see, yes, your greater purpose. We see your greater, yes, assignment, yes, Lord, in whatever form of assignment that we are carrying out in the human realm. We want to see that, yes, Father, those things are advancing your will and your purpose. Help us to live, oh God, in the now. Help us to live, oh God, in the, on the cutting edge. Help us to live in the name of Jesus, yes, in the realm of the spirit, because when we are truly spiritual, then we are we are competent people, because in the spirit, you speak to us. You, you, you speak to us about the natural human realm. I thank you, Father, this morning. Blessed be your name. Honor and glory to you. We praise you for the things that you are unveiling. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for your mind. Thank you for your intention. Thank you, Lord, for, yes, your desire. Thank you, Father. We glorify your holy name this morning. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is already established in heaven. All right. Welcome this morning. If you are joining or you'll be joining, I want to welcome everyone this morning. Once again, this is uh, the Potter's Gate online broadcast where we express the desire and the intentions of God, where the mind of God, amen, is, is being revealed to us. And we, amen, through that which heaven has done in our life, we seek to impart, we seek to, amen, release, reveal, amen, heaven's intention. We, 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 we base our, our expression and our philosophy amen of the things of the spirit on the word of god the word of god is not broken to us we we eat the whole loaf amen the ones we understand and we don't the ones we don't understand we embrace them and we believe that the lord as we journey with him will continue to unfold and reveal his heart we do not have a, a special preference we are not part of a particular you know company that you know hold on to certain you know doctrines and they emphasize those doctrines we embrace the entire counsel of god's word we embrace the entire desire the entire mind of god that is what we represent our ministry is to the body of christ and we start by ministering to ourselves as individual we minister to our homes we believe strongly in the home front we believe strongly in the home priesthood we believe amen that whatever god is doing and is going to do must begin from a home that is built that is established that is well yes uh, uh, you know nourished on the on the power of god's truth we believe in raising our children our husband wives amen in in divine order we believe that everyone amen must comply to the divine standard of god we believe that it's our responsibility to build amen god's god's divine will and purpose and and you know kingdom doctrine into the life of our children yes we we, we do not abdicate our responsibility we do not see the pulpit ministry as a finality of god's purpose we see it as one yes of of the main uh, uh, expression of god's heart we believe that our our ministry amen starts with how we have how we have a posture standing before the lord and how we go on amen to represent god in every area of life yes we believe in that we believe in the issues of the heart we believe that our heart has to be contrite has to be has to be uh, uh, pulsating towards the desire and the intentions of god we believe in that we do not believe in just declaring things that our heart does not believe or agree we believe that whatever we say whatever we we proclaim uh, uh, is in agreement with what God, amen, has ordained for us. This is a ministry that we are believing, amen, that will continue to proclaim and present a whole life ministry, a whole life bread, a whole loaf of God's of God's word to the people. Yes, that's what we do. We want to rightly divide the word of truth. 
rightly divide the word of truth so that the people of God can be fed, amen, and can go out and truly represent heaven's intention. We believe that righteousness exalts a nation. We believe that sin is a reproach. Whatever God defines to be sin in the scripture is sin to us. Whatever God defines, amen, to be corruption, it's corruption. Whatever God defines to be iniquity or wickedness, amen, we do not seek to change the narrative of what, amen, God says in his word. We believe that whatever God says in his word is confirmed yes and affirmed by our born again transformed amen converted spirit that's what we believe this is the church that we are expressing and we are representing a church whose priesthood is established upon the foundation amen of the revelation of the apostles and the prophet christ himself being amen the chief cornerstone yes that is what we, be we believe we believe yes in the entire you know ascended ministry gift of the body we believe in the ministry of the apostle of the prophets of the pastors amen of the evangelists of the teachers we believe in all this ministry our ministry Ministry is not built on just the apostolic alone. Neither is it built on the prophetic alone. Our ministry is built on Christ. We believe that the various aspects of the ministry that the Lord has emphasized in the word of God, yes, are part of how God seeks to build, restore, and align his church so that the ecclesia can fully represent the intentions of God. We believe in the ministry of the ecclesia. That the ecclesia has been set aside to go out to represent the government of God, the, the kingdom of God, the the earth we believe in something called the economy of god that the economy of god is the desire of 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 god in dispensing his grace and his gifting to his church we believe that god has not given to us yes the spirit of fear but of love of power and of soundness of mind this is what we believe these are the things we believe as a ministry called the potter's game we believe that everyone that god has called that is genuinely born again has a ministry that needs to be uh, uh, to be taught that needs to be yes uh, uh, equipped amen and be released to function we don't believe that people must sit in a church for 10 20 years in the same thing doing the same thing no we believe that when people are, are brought to the church they need to be equipped and they need to be released into the field of their assignment whatever that assignment is people must be released to carry out their ministry function in life we believe that people cannot just uh, uh, appoint somebody to you and say well that's your husband that's your wife so uh, uh, in the name of uh, i'm the father in the lord no, no, we believe that everybody must be able to find for themselves and God will grant us grace to be able to confirm and affirm and all of these things There are things that we believe and it's important that, you know, we share this thing. Like you see now, the spirit of God is just basically, you know, leading me to share some of the things that we believe. It's important that people know what you believe. All right. I, I do not believe in, in, uh, uh, in, in, in homosexual, amen, having a role to play in the church. I believe, amen, that God, amen, has ordained people hallelujah and has created people in, in in the way he has ordained them he has designed them as male and as female i do not believe that there is something in the word that says well you know a man can change his gender a woman can change you know a gender no i do not believe in that i believe that amen the way amen in the wisdom of god how the wisdom of god is expressed amen in the creation of of, of man amen and of, of other things amen are designed with with divine purpose i believe in that because that is what the word of God says. So whatever any other person believe, amen, they, they are entitled to their belief. But this is what we believe. We believe, amen, that, you know, it is the position of a man to love his wife and it's the position of the wife, amen, to submit to the husband. Yes. And the submission is not, it's not an issue of, well, I have to do it because I need to do it. You submit because you love. You submit because you appreciate
appreciate you submit because you recognize the man as the head of your life amen and the woman and the man amen goes out to express love amen in the way the father would define and express a man himself in terms of him being love. Yes, I believe in that. I believe that it's our duty to raise our children, to discipline our children, to grow up in the way that heaven ordained and designed them so that when they grow up, they will not depart from it. I believe that government must be run in accordance to heaven's divine program, meaning that amen, they must run amen, their, 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 their assignment with a heart of integrity, with a heart of truth. Yes, that is what amen, we see in the world of God and any government that stands against the values and the standard that ought to build, equip and empower and, 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 and nourish amen, the, 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 his people uh, that, that such a government will face judgment this is what God says in his word I believe strongly in what God says in his word, I do not believe that there is an aspect of the word of God that is a mismatch, that I do not believe that there is an aspect in the word of God that is not ordained, whatever is not ordained is not allowed in the word of God if it's allowed then it's, then it's in Inspire. We believe in the inspired word of God. Hallelujah. Well, that is just a, a mouthful of what we believe this morning. As you can see, this is the leading of the spirit. I do not have, you know, I didn't plan this. I didn't, I didn't plan to say the things that I just said in the, in the past five minutes. But you see, God knows. And that is why that when we come, amen, we, I come with an open heart. Yes, I have prepared, but I also come with an open heart. I come because I want the Lord to lead me, to speak through me. Yes, I want the Lord to be able to open his, his, his heart, his desire through my life so that what we release, you know, are, are the very expression of the heart of God. Uh, there's, there's, while I was declaring what we believe, or uh, there's, there's a scripture that actually came to mind, but it, 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 even though this scripture was in my heart before I began to, you know, uh, I brought this morning and uh, uh, um, it, it's it's not something that I actually went out of my way to look for but I just bump into it by you know just checking my uh, uh, some of my verses this morning that you know they they come automatically on my on my iPad you know so but I felt this this just resonate with me and kind of establish some of the things that we are proclaiming and declaring all right we are moving from certain emphasis that we have seen in the church in the body of Christ we are moving Moving from that emphasis, we are moving from amen the 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 the, the outer shell, the, the material you know are things that we use you know to validate. You know, if a church really you know is 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 prospering, is rich, is you know in line with the will of God, because <clears throat> We align the will of God to, you know, material acquisition, to material blessing, to what we can see. We, are, we, are, we, we have connected, amen, what we have in terms of material things, you know, finance and all of that to, you know, uh, to approving if somebody or someone or a group, amen, is of God or not. And I think that is totally, amen, out of line. That, that, that doesn't speak to what we see in the word of God. So we have to be able to move while, yes, material things are needed, are important after, after all, amen material things are created amen to to better express to carry out to you know uh, the, the things of god but the, the material things are not the basis amen to define and to validate amen who we are what we represent amen they say a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses 
a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. So we cannot, we cannot also build a church, amen, in the size of the structure of the building, amen. We cannot define, amen, that our church, amen, is functional and is, is, is relevant to the purposes of God based on, amen, in the things that we just carry out, amen, via material things. We have to look at, amen, the quality of the spiritual fruit. And wherever there are spiritual fruit, amen, like I always say, amen, fruit are visible. Wherever there are spiritual fruit, you will see, amen, the, 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 the impact. You will see, amen, the corresponding, you know, lifestyle of that fruit in the things that we do, amen, in the things that we represent. So let's not say where spiritual things is disengaged from the natural realm of material things. No, they are not. They are not. Like I always say, the more spiritual we become, and of course that means we have to understand what it means to be spiritual to be spiritual means to be to be to be godly amen to be christ-like to be christ-like when you are when you are spiritual it means that you are christ-like and the more christ-like you become amen the more your life amen you know is able to touch and transform things in the natural realm in the human realm all right but you can you can gather material things you can do all kinds of things in fact we're going to look at another scripture amen if i actually opened to that scripture in my phone maybe i should just quickly read this before i come to this other scripture in hebrews chapter 3 listen to this scripture in hebrews chapter chapter 3 thank you jesus thank you jesus in hebrews chapter 3 uh okay let me let me take it from verse 1 then i'll go to where i'm actually you know uh, uh, uh seeking to highlight therefore holy brothers who share in the heavenly calling set your focus on jesus the apostle and the high priest very important very important the apostle and the high priest of whom we confess verse 2 he was faithful he was faithful to the one who appointed him just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. In all God's house. That word house there speaks of the administration of the economy. Amen. This house is the economy, is the expression, is the, disp the, the dispensing, amen, of the things of God. Amen. He was faithful just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Now verse 3 says, for Jesus has been counted worthy, has been counted worthy of greater glory than Moses just as just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself then verse 4 this is where I'm going very powerful scripture that we have used for years to lay down to build the emphasis in the intentions of God for what the father has called us verse 4 says every house is built by someone yes we have the capacity. We have the resource, the ability. God has given to us all of that. Amen. The Lord is not disputing that we cannot build. Amen. Every house is built by someone. Someone there means, amen, their own, you know, ability, capacity, capability, grace, whatever it is that, you know, we require to build. We have the ability because we're created, amen, as, as, as an ex, as, you know, as, as a reflection of a father. We are made in the image of God, meaning that certain competency capacity grace amen that represents amen our heavenly father are also in us and therefore we can see that those things amen are, 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 are expressed through our life and that's why we focus more on the concept of building and of course when we say building it, it goes beyond just a physicality of the structure we build but whatever we build amen is a reflection of who we are what we represent what you build is a reflection of what you are who you are you can't build outside of what you're not no matter how you try to pretend no matter how you try to you know be sanctimonious amen your house the structure of your house is a reflection 
reflection. While I'm talking about this, the Lord gave me a vision, amen, of a friend of mine, somebody that I know. You know, and they build, they build, they build some big building. And I was invited to this house. You know, I was invited to this, to you know, to this, to this person's house, not the, not the church. But I found myself while you know being invited to his house. I was supposed to be a guest. I found myself preaching to them, <clears throat> and the things that I was saying, you know, were things that they didn't want to hear. <laughs> and and I was, I was apologizing to them that I'm sorry, all right, but I needed to say this. I need to proclaim this. I, you know. I, 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 and you know the wife of this person could not just understand but why are you saying these things and i just found myself it's like the more i want to be you know cordial i want to be nice i want to you know stick to you know the protocol of you know a guest but i found myself just declaring and declaring and you know the children are running all over the place and and i was just proclaiming and declaring certain things and i couldn't make sense of it until now <clears throat> until now that you know this this word you know, because we can build things, all right, that contradicts the value of what we what we are called to represent in the earth. Every one of us, particularly those of us who function in certain ministry um, uh, uh, grace, particularly if you're called into the apostolic. Remember, we said the apostolic. <clears throat> They are, they are called to be wise master builders. It, it doesn't necessarily mean that what they build is, is sinful. It, it just means that it does not align, amen, with their prophetic assignment, with their prophetic mandate. They build because they are under pressure, hallelujah, to do what others are doing. They build because they also want to, you know, raise, if you will, their, 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 their status. They want people to, to accept them, to honor them, to respect them. And we, you know, there are various ways that we command respect. Sometimes we command respect just via, you know, how we dress. You know, there are certain dressing that says, don't speak to me anyhow. <clears throat> All right? There are certain dressing. I can remember back in the days, you know, you know, some of our pastor friends, they will go buy this expensive shoe. Where, you know, because people like to look. When, when they look at your shoe, they tell you, so you better understand what I worth. You know, because there are people out there, particularly in the church, they know, amen, uh, the brand of your suit. They know, amen, the brand of your shoe. And they look at your belt. They know, amen, yes, the brand. And they, they, of course, they know the value. They know, you know, how much that suit was. And we, we like to dress like that, basically to prove a point. It's the same thing that we have done today in terms of the, the brand of cars, amen, that we, that we ride, amen. And some people have even gone beyond just you know, the cars, they've left all of those realms. Now it's into, they're into, you know, jet planes and, you know, all of these things. And the, the, their church, the, the structure of their church, it's not just about to accommodate, amen, a number of people. It's about to make a statement. And of course, you know that these statements are not a statement <clears throat> that are made by the Spirit that are designed to glorify God. <laughs> you understand? So every house is built by someone. Amen. But God is the builder of all things. And these are things that the Lord Mount Journey, amen, has really spoken strongly to me about, all right, that the things you do, how you present yourself, everything that you do, including the background you see behind me, the clothes you wear, everything you do, amen, has, amen, an agenda and an objective. If you don't know it, you have to find it out. 
so that you don't do things, amen, and thinking, well, well, I'm just trying to. No, no. Everything that we do in life, amen, carries a divine objective. There is nothing that, you know, we carry out or we seek to do, amen, that does not have, amen, an agenda, particularly if you check your heart deeply. There's, there's a reason, you know. I noticed yesterday I was broadcasting and I noticed, you know, you know, uh, uh, the tip of my cup is showing, you know, on my broadcast. And I said, oh, they're going to see that the tip of my cup, right, is broken. And I said to myself, so what? So what? I'm not displaying that. I'm not trying to, you know, hide that from people to see. Come on. I can't throw my cup away because, you know, just one part, amen, is, is, is you know, is chipped off, is broken. No, I, I can still use it. I still use it. I don't drink from the place that is broken. You understand? And it's not like I can't get another one. It, to me, it's not just an issue. I mean, um, if, if that becomes an issue for people who are looking at, you know, you know, how well, you know, constructed your studio is and all of that, guess what? Wait on you see i finished my studio even that all right i'm daily checking my heart and my spirit i want to be sure that everything that i'm doing amen is not to prove a point listen to this i believe in excellence excellence must go with the spirit of excellence excellence must go with the spirit of excellence excellence is not just about amen how you look how you dress you can look right and dress well amen and yet the bible says amen that is the tomb amen or you know where you know the prophets you know are, are buried killed by the, the you know the pharisee the pharisee amen they are the ones that killed the prophet yet they are the one that dressed their tomb that's what jesus said so let's not be carried away amen by the physicality and i think that is the the, the highlight the lord amen is is pointing us to this morning let's not be carried away just by the i mean there are people who who are who are having sleepless nights i'm talking about men of god now and of course even believers because where people go amen the spirit that defines the house that they attend where they eat from all right is also what amen begins to shape them to the point of you know affecting Amen. How they present themselves. Yes. If you go to a church like House on the Rock in Nigeria, you know, Paul Ade Pharisee, everybody wants to, you know, you know, be like, you know, Paul Ade Pharisee. Yes. They want to talk like him. They want to, you know, they believe that everything has to be of high quality and standard, even if you do not have what it takes, you know, and, and that just came by the way that are. I mean, this is something that goes with every every house, every church, even here in South Africa. When you build a church, all right, in Santin, of course you expect people, amen, in Santin who have who you know wealth. Imagine that there's a there's a just there's just a bridge that divide that divides Santin, amen, and Alexandra. Now, people in Alexandra cannot go to a church in Santin, why? Because they don't have the kind of economic you know well without, all right, to 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 buy you know and to dress in such a way that they are accepted. That's just the basic truth, all right? The reason why people build a church there is because they want to, of course, reach, amen, the, you know, the, the, the banking system, the economic system, all right? Yes, that's what they do, all right? We understand that that's fine, but it should not be at the detriment of others, other people, amen? We should not, you know, so dress or so, you know, express what we want to do to the point that people who can benefit from amen, our ministry amen, are no, are, cannot even reach us. And there, I mean, and, and I know pastors like that, that people in their church cannot reach them. Why? Because uh, they do not qualify the kind of standard or caliber amen, in terms of their you know, status and, and financial you know, uh, position to talk to the man of God. Many of them will be sent to some you know, lay minister or you know, some deputy God knows what. You know, and these are things that the Lord amen, is frowning out, is speaking against in this season and time. Amen. We have to 
bring ourselves to the state where we want to reflect Christ in everything. All right, and you cannot tell me that reflecting Christ, Amen, is is about you standing out above all. The Bible says, Amen. Saul was a guy who stood who stood tall above all. And I'm going to be looking at something. Let's, let me quickly finish this thing. So, it said, every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of all things. Remember, our theme, all right, in the past two weeks right now, amen, is the conversion of Saul. We're still dealing with that. So, all of the things that I'm saying, I want you to, you know, you know connect them, amen, to Acts chapter 9. I want you to connect them to Acts chapter 9 because it will be speaking to you regarding, amen, the kind of conversion. Amen. That we are seeing because our the foundation of our conversion, of course, becomes the you know a, a, the structure that carries what we believe, what we see, what we affirm, what we confirm as lifestyle, as ministry. Amen. Yes. When 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 your conversion is not aligned, amen. When your conversion is not truthful, is not you know uh, based on biblical you know value system. Amen. When you're converted but you're given a wrong expectation, alright, uh, and you you are being promoted amen in such a way that does not reflect that is not aligned to the divine standard of god then amen your 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 values your spiritual values and your even your you know you know world sense of view amen would, would have been corrupt amen you won't be able to understand things and judge things amen in the precise way and manner the lord amen will have you judge them such that when things come into your hand you don't know how to you don't know how to use those things you don't know how to you know regulate Amen. Those things in such a way that they are not controlling you. You understand? So this is very important. Let me quickly go to uh, the scripture that I said I was going to show you. You find it in 1 Samuel chapter 16. 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7. And it, the scripture reads, the NIV translation reads, But the Lord said to Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height. <clears throat> These are the two basic things that people use back in the days, all right? To, you know, to want to choose. If you want to choose a leader, you want to choose somebody who's going to go to war, who's going to fight, who's going to defend, all right? We, we look at certain, you know, physical, you know, condition and position, Right? And, and this is this is very you know real when Saul was to be chosen uh, you know they, 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 they describe his position they describe amen his physique they dis describe where he comes from they describe how, how handsome amen this this man this man was even though amen the prophet also said this man that you're choosing these are the things he's gonna do he's gonna take your children he's gonna conf confiscate your mat your 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 land he's, he's gonna do all kinds of crazy things that amen, does not you know, be, you know uh, 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 reflect you know a good leader and the people still say we want him so but the lord is saying this is <clears throat> this is amen the concept of uh, uh you know uh, choosing amen someone that is going to represent the things of god we're talking about david here all right remember that god is now choosing a house a people for him that will represent his intention in this new day we are we are now under a, a kind of a lockdown amen uh, 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 we are we are being put in a point where we are being built we are being trained we are being re-equipped amen heaven is realigning our heart they are emphasizing amen the the true reality of what should be the value standard of what defines amen our you know our you know our equipment 
equipping, amen, and us being accepted as a people of God and as people that will represent the things of God, amen. This position, this day that we have been brought into, amen, is a time of redressing, undressing and redressing. It's a time where, amen, they are, they, you know, as I'm speaking right now, there's a lot of activity going on within the body of Christ and, you know, church locally. But guess what? Spiritually, spiritually, amen, the church has been shut down spiritually. So if what we are doing, amen, in our community, in our churches, in our, you know, homes and family is not to align our heart, it's not to come back and, and, and begin to look into ourselves and do, you know, uh, if you will, a self-appraiser. If the word of God, amen, is not engaging us to challenge, amen, to look at what we define, amen, as, as, as priority. If we're not returning to the Lord in this new day, then, amen, in the day where God says it's time for his people now to go out and represent him, amen, will be found wanting. <clears throat> would have been found wanting. So it is important that, amen, we do not take this season in the time of, when, when the time of plowing comes, when the time, amen, of breaking the ground comes, what we need to do is to break the ground, amen, because that would then lead us to a time, amen, where seed can then be sown. And when the time of seed is sown, amen, we have to wait, amen, for the time of what? Of the release of the harvest. So everything, amen, are being done in accordance to the divine timing, the divine plan, the divine, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, progression of God's, of God's counsel in our life. So let's understand, because if we don't, you may just find yourself, amen, seeking to express what the Lord, amen, is not calling for in this new season, this period in time. All right, God has given to us, amen, a 10 years, you know, period of preparing. We have, you know, a decade to, to align ourselves. And this is just something that came prophetically. This is not a doctrine, all right? So we have, amen, embraced this concept, amen, and, and, and we are not the only one, amen, who the Lord has spoken to. And I believe that this is not something that is just spoken to some few people. I believe this is something that has been proclaimed over the body of Christ. So the posture of how we excuse me, engage the things of God, the word of God, has to be from a point of returning, renewal, amen, has to be from the point of breaking down, amen, the things that God has not called for, whatever we have embraced that is not aligned, that is not, amen, on, you know, on the, on the pathway leading us to the place of the good pleasure of the Father, we must discard them, Amen. We have to be sincere. We have to be honest. Amen. Every house is built by a man. We have built all kinds of things. I'm going to show you another scripture that speaks, amen, directly to what we are talking about. Because I see, amen, the conversion of Paul as a typology, amen, of the grace God is calling us into, uh, of the place that God, amen, is directing our heart to. Many of us, we need to fall down from our high horses. We need to come down. We need to be struck by, amen, a light from heaven. Not a light from somewhere else. A light from heaven that will overshadow us. And that light will bring us to our knees. These are powerful principles, amen, of conversion. If you, like I said in our past teachings, if, if you claim to be converted, but we do not see the fruit of humility, we do not see the fruit, amen, of you dying to your ways, to your ideas, amen. Yes, to that concept of boasting. Remember, we looked at that scripture in, in, in Jeremiah. Let him who boasts, boast in this. 
We no longer boast amen, in our strength or in our wisdom like the, the scripture says. We don't boast in our wisdom or in our strength or in our riches. The Bible says let him who is going to boast boast in this that he understands and he knows me. Those are the two things the scripture says amen we must boast in. Paul said if I'm going to boast I'm going to boast in the Lord. We got to boast in the revelation, amen, that we have been, we have been captured, that we have ascended on high, amen, that we have bro broken away, that we have left behind, amen, material things, elementary things, amen, things of, uh, uh, things that are defined by the, uh, about the knowledge of God. Now we are going into, amen, the reality, amen, of the experience of Christ himself. There are two different things. In Hebrews 6, it says, let us live, amen, the doctrines, <clears throat> The doctrines about, 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 that is theology. The doctrines about, and that is important. But it said, let us live it. Let us go on with God. Amen. Going on is coming to a place of spiritual experience. Coming to a place where, amen, you can connect, amen. You, you, you can say, now I've left that realm of about. I, I, I've left the realm where I've been taught. I've left the realm where, you know, I, I, you know, I've been schooled. Now I am beginning to practice the things that I have learned. Now I am beginning to step into a day earlier where I can say I have a standing before the Lord. And when you give your heart to the Lord, that is the first point they bring you to you begin to learn about so many things amen in christ you begin to learn about so many things in christ it's it's, it's when you begin to learn things about christ that you begin to discover amen things about your own life things about your home things about you know your your your, your family your your you know your 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 community your nationality you know is in christ that we are amen truly given what is called identity is in Christ that we source our culture. It's in Christ that we source, amen, our philosophy. It's in, it's in Christ that we understand what should be our priority of existence earlier. So it's important that we are taught about Christ, but we don't remain there. We must go on. And he told us, amen, the things that we learn about Christ and the things we have to live and move on. God said to Abraham, leave your father's house. Amen. There are things you've learned, you've built, you've understood. Amen. But now I want to introduce you. Amen. To a new reality. I want to bring you into a, a point, a place that I have ordained for you. And that is going to take, amen, a personal spiritual journey. Amen. You want to go on with God? You have to lay aside every weight and sin. You have to zero into, amen, what are, amen, the, 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 the priorities of the heart of God. You want to understand what are the heartbeat of God, amen, regarding your life, amen, and regarding your assignment. So all these things, amen, are important. So let me go back to uh, 1 Samuel uh, 16, 7. It says, but the Lord said to Samuel, this is the prophet, do not consider his appearance or his height. Don't consider his appearance or his height. <clears throat> yes, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at a man the things people look at. The Lord does not look at things. He does not validate. He doesn't approve the things that we fixed our eyes on. Isn't that a beautiful scripture that just changed the narrative of, our, you know, of, of life? The Lord does not look at. So I want to be at that point, amen, of focusing on what God, amen, focuses on. 
I want to be where amen, God is in terms of his validation. I want, to, I want to look at the things that God looks at because whatever he looks at, amen, is where, amen, I'll be able to know or see what he validates or rejects. So this is a lesson for the prophet. Amen. Don't consider his look, don't consider his appearance, and don't consider his height. The Lord does not, <clears throat> the Lord does not look at things people examine. People look at the outward appearance. This is God speaking. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. The heart is where we are zeroing in because it's from the heart that we get to connect with the ministry of life. Remember, we are moving away. We are shifting away from the, amen, from the, from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We are coming into amen, the, 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 the reality of the, of the tree of life. We're coming into the reality of the tree of life. There is, there is, there is a place in Christ where we are called to live life. It's from that point that we are able to, to release, to express, amen, who we are to, to the world, to creation. Creation right now in bondage is groaning, waiting, amen, for the carriers of life. Waiting for those, amen, who are called sons of God. Those born of God, born of the spirit. The Bible says those who are born of God, I have overcome the world. Do you know what that means? To overcome the world. To overcome the appetite of the world. To overcome the, the, the desire, the flesh, flesh, fleshy desire of the world. Amen. To overcome the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. To overcome the things, amen, that amen, uh, uh, Satan used. To, to, to you know to want to attract Jesus he said if 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 you are the son of god amen command this stone to be turned to bread jesus passed that he said if you're the son of god why don't you jump from this height all right god will give his angels to you know to you know to you know to watch you to 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 keep you before you before you dash your feet on the phone you know on the rock and kill yourself <laughs> jesus overcame that he took him to the high mountain he said look at all of this thing all right the glory of this world has been given to me if you can just bow down and worship me i'll give them to you jesus over all those things that you know our lord was tempted with are the things that Satan is tempting us with today. Right? And we have to learn to overcome this world. Even though the Bible says in this world we are going to have tribulation. These are things that we have to understand. So when you're going through all kinds of things, when you're going through all kinds of negativity and contradictions, amen, to the standards of God, don't give in. The Bible says, he who is born of God overcomes the world. Father, we overcome whatever the world system throws at us. Whatever the world tells us that because you don't have this, you're not qualified. Because you don't have this, you, you do not have what it takes. Because you don't have X, Y, Z, you don't know this. You are not among them. You, don't, you, you, you cannot. Father, we proclaim this day that we overcome the world. We overcome the pride of, of the world. We overcome the lust of the flesh. We overcome the ways of sin. We overcome the appetite, the desire of the things of this world. We proclaim in the name of Jesus that we are overcomers. Hallelujah. We are overcomers. We are overcomers. Excuse me, please. 
excuse me. I was just checking if my son is awake and prepare for school. <laughs> so the scripture says, do not consider his appearance. Do not consider his height. For I have rejected him. I mean, this is one of the son, amen, of, of Jason. That Samuel was almost, you know, chosen as a king. If the Lord had not spoken to the prophet, he would have made that blunder of a mistake. So, what are we saying? The point and place of conversion, amen, realigns, amen, our dead, dead, you know, a, 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 a sense of, you know, spiritual discernment. It's from that point that we are able to begin to grow in, in line with how God will have us see things. How God will have us, you know, engage in our life, amen, and consider things that people will not generally consider. Let's go back to, you know, uh, uh, Acts chapter 9. I hope the point that I'm making this morning is clear, alright? Because some, you see, people will say, but I don't know why I'm not able to do X, Y, Z. I don't know why, you know, I can't hear God. I don't know why, you know, I, 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 I can't pray. I don't, I, I mean, for there are people for years, they've claimed to have given their life to Christ, but when you look at their life, there is no, there is no progression. There's no development in their prayer life, amen? Some of them, maybe they've only fasted once or twice in their life. Maybe they've given their life for five years, you know, some 15 years. They, they don't see a reason why, you know, to, to grow. The desire to grow, you know, is not there. If, in fact, the desire for God is not there, they, all they love is just nice Christian music. Nice Christian music. And when I see people like that or I hear about people like that, what, what I always say is check, amen, the foundation of their conversion. You, if, you, if, if you look through the scripture, as I was thinking about that this morning, if you look through the scripture, you will see a radical, those who, amen, got converted, particularly when you get converted and you encounter God, because it's important that when you, when you, get, when you get converted that you encounter God. And, and I don't want to make this as, you know, uh, um, you know as, as an exception. It's not an exception. Everyone who got converted, according to the scripture, there is always amen, a radical change. There is always amen, an encountering of God because that's what it means. If you get saved, amen, you, you are, you are, you, you, your spirit comes alive and that introduces you to God. Imagine how you, you, you should feel. Imagine amen, the, the exuberance of joy amen, and, 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 and love and satisfaction that you should feel. If that is not there and you go home amen, you know, uh, uh, being told that you're converted, but you are not convinced. I believe that everyone that is truly converted have this personal conviction in their heart, amen, that truly they are converted. Because listen to this, what you're going to be doing in the future in terms of maybe uh, representing God is going to be based, is going to be based and built, amen, on your conversion. Even if you backslide in the future, guess what? Because of the way you got converted, amen, will, will, will lead you back to God, amen, will bring you back on your knees, amen, will put you in a place where you can say, no, 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 I, you know, the things that I've experienced, the things that God has done in my life, your journey in the testimony of your conversion, amen, solidifies, amen, your revelation and, and desire to press into the things of God, very, very critical. So you, 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 you claim to be born again, 
but you have no desire about the things of God, the moment they begin to talk about the things of God, you don't want to hear, you're going to slumber, you do all kinds of things, something is just wrong. This is one of the reasons why we are not seeing people going on, you know, to, 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 to carry out the things of God, particularly in the place, you know, of, you know, evangelism and ministering to others because people are not passionate to the point that, amen, they are persuaded that I need, amen, to share what I have experienced with somebody else. I need, regardless of who they are, you know, when you are, when you know you have something that is truthful, imagine you knowing that you have what can kill people that are dying and you are like, you know, that thing that because you are, you are almost dying, but that thing cured you, that medicine cured you. Now you've been given amen, a bottle of that, you know, a, a medicine to, you know, to help, to help others. And you're not sure. Hey, should I, should I give it to them? Or should I just keep it to myself? Something then is wrong with you. You see, if you believe, if you are sure that truly, amen, you have received life, you want to share the testimony of that life with everybody around you. This is what is called the testimony, amen, of our salvation. It's, it's a good news, the Bible call it. So this is a man who, amen, is highly intellectual, is, is well read, amen, very influential, amen. Got converted. The same thing with the Ethiopian Enoch. When this man got converted, he went home joyfully. He went home joyfully. Check the scripture. You will never find a point, a place where people get converted. And they were, I'm not talking about people who just got a miracle. There are a lot of people in the scripture who got a miracle, but they were never converted. God healed them. You will find them many. And I think we make that mistake that because somebody went to pray, or somebody went to church, and you know, you got something, you got a miracle, you got a blessing, you got God knows what, amen. And you think that's conversion. No, I think we have made a mistake, amen, to, to you know, to, to, you know, to assume, all right, that when people get blessed or when they get healed, when they get, you know, a, 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 you know, a, a, a miracle, a, a sign happens to them, particularly amen, people who go to, a, you know, a crusade ground and the man of God prays and they get healed and they, they appreciate what God has done for them, but they never really got, give their hearts to the Lord. Wow, this is a big one this morning. Your, 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 your miracle, the blessings of God, amen. The uh, Bible says, uh, without repentance, God will do anything for anyone, amen. Particularly if somebody stands on their behalf, but that is different from you coming to a personal position, amen, of making up your mind that you're going on with the Lord, amen. Your, 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 it's, it's not what somebody leads you to say. In fact, I, I, I think. We need to stop, amen, leading people by telling them what to say. We need to give them, you know, an understanding, amen, of what it means to be converted and allow them themselves, amen, to talk to the Lord, you know, for themselves and stop putting words in people's mouths. Because when you put words, it's your own word. It's not their own word, amen. People know, people, as long as people know what it means, Amen. To be, to you know, to be born again, to be converted. As long as they understand that, you know, it's like you wanting to get married, and you know, and and somebody goes on your behalf to say it. No, it's you that have to propose to the person. It's your own words. You have to use your own words. Amen. Because it's you that is going to live with the person. It's the same thing with conversion. You have to use your own word. You have to be able. If if all you can say is Jesus, just come into my life. 
I, I, I don't know what to say. I love you, but as long as you can explain to them what the scripture says, if you, will, if you believe in your heart and you will confess with your mouth, don't put the word of confession. Let them know. If they want to, sometimes people might want to confess all kinds of things, but we tell them what to confess. No. I think we, 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 we are overzealous sometimes in a wrong way amen, regarding the things of God. Let's go back to uh, uh, Acts chapter 9. The Bible says in verse 3, as they neared Damascus on his journey, we know his journey, he's going to persecute. He's, he's, he's received you know, clearance, you know, uh, a paper to go to Damascus and find Christians and persecute them, jail them. That's what he was going to do. So this guy is wicked. This guy, amen. <laughs> Bible says, as he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven, not from heavens. It's clear where that light came from. It came from heaven. And the reason why, amen, a light shone from heaven is because they want to do what? They want to deal with the darkness in his heart. They want to deal with the darkness that he has embraced. They want to deal with the darkness. All kinds of, and I hope you understand that darkness has all kinds of names, meaning, shapes, shapes. Darkness represents all kinds of things. And only the person will know, amen, the darkness he or she represents. Only the person. There are people that when they confess things to you, you your jaw will almost drop. But that's, that's, that, shouldn't, that shouldn't surprise anyone. <clears throat> because when the devil, amen, get hold of our hearts, we are allowing to get hold of our heart. It can use us to do all kinds of things. Have you noticed that it takes human being to destroy another human? It takes a human being to destroy another human. The enemy always looks for human agent to destroy all the things that has been happening in the world. From the days where amen, uh, uh, Cain killed his brother because of jealousy. The enemy had, used, had, had employed that same system to destroy to use human beings to destroy their own brother, their own blood brother, their own mother, their own father. I mean, people, things that you never expect, you know, people to do. Because they give, they give room. They give room. When you give room for the enemy, he will use you. He will use you. He will use you. And guess what? If you get converted and you yield your entire life to God, he will use you based on his own desire. And will. The Bible says, <clears throat> as he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. Around him. I told you the last time, they focused on him. It, 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 they were not interested in the other people. God, remember, Jesus died for everyone. He wants everybody to be saved. But they are focusing on, on him alone. Around him. He fell to the ground. Yes, that's the posture. Of our conversion. When you, when you, when you come to. The, the first, your first contact. To God. When God first introduced himself. The first thing is. Woe is me. You see how wretched. How sinful. How fleshy. Carnal. Ungodly you are. You will see. Regardless of how powerful. How influential. How rich. How wealthy. Amen. How, how wonderful. How noble you claim to be. Your first encounter with God. Is war, God. In fact, you, <laughs> you'll be seeking for a place to hide. Yes. He fell on the ground. 
He fell on the ground. That is a symbol, amen, of God, amen, bringing him to his knees. And this is something God, amen, I believe he's doing right now. This is something we've got to amplify. We, have, we must be falling to our ground. Amen. Those of us that have done things outside the will of God, the light of heaven is engaging us and we are falling, amen, on our faces. If you're not falling on your face and you're still standing tall, you still think uh, you're the mountain of God, while heaven, amen, uh, you know, has brought you to a point of judgment, I bet, I bet you'll be making a big mistake. You need to fall to the ground. It's a sign of surrender. It's symbolic of you coming to the end of yourself. He fell to the ground. <clears throat> but when he fell to the ground, for the first time he heard a voice. A voice, amen, that is from a different order of life. A voice that is from a different, amen, dimension of existence. He heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, <clears throat> excuse me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? So he recognized that this voice is not an ordinary voice. Somebody like, amen, this, 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 this man will never say, Lord, is 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 a proud man he's a he's a you know he's a big man influential person but for the first time says who are you lord Saul asks i am jesus i am jesus as the lord introduced himself to you <clears throat> as the lord introduced himself to you listen to this if you're converted and you've not been introduced you've got to go pray god introduce yourself to me introduce yourself to me I pray that prayer. And I'm still praying that prayer. I need you, Lord, to introduce yourself. Not what men say. I don't want what men say about you. I want you to introduce yourself to me. Because that's what we see in the scripture. And it's not the only one that, that you know, the Lord introduced himself. You know, you will find that under the old covenants. And even in the New, New, New Testament, God must introduce. The Lord Jesus must introduce himself so you don't go and misrepresent him. The reason why Paul was able, amen, of course, Saul who turned to Paul, converted to Paul. The reason why he was able to do the things he did, the reason why he was able to reach, amen, the place he reached, the reason why he was able to carry out the kind of mandate that he carried out, the reason why he was able to write the way he wrote, he wrote <clears throat> was because, amen, he had a what? A personal encounter. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. As Jesus introduced himself to you, or what you have is the introduction of men about Jesus. What you have is some tradition, some religion, some scriptures. Do you have an encounter with Jesus? Can you, can you take us? Can you take me to the place where you had that encounter? I'm dealing with issues that will help us to correct the mistakes that we've imbibed in the church. That's what we're dealing with. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. But how can you be Jesus that I'm persecuting? I'm persecuting the people. I'm persecuting these people who call themselves people of the way. Running around claiming that they know, you know. <laughs> you see, Paul did not know what these people knew. The Pharisees did not know what these people knew. They knew Jesus was, yes, was alive. They killed him. <laughs> they knew that he had followers. But he didn't know that he was actually God. 
In fact, they killed him because, amen, he claimed, he testified that he is God. They killed him for that. So Paul is saying, all those things that, I've been, that my church has been persecuted for are true. It's true. I am Jesus. As you persecute the church, you're persecuting me. So those who are persecuting us should be, should be careful because they should know that they are persecuting Jesus. And the day Jesus introduced himself to them, they will realize it. I am Jesus. You see, there are things that we know in the revelation of God that allow us, amen, to practice what God says in his word. If the revelation of Jesus Christ, amen, have not dawned on you, if you have not been illuminated, amen, if you have not encountered, amen, our Lord Jesus Christ, if you don't have this experience, if the light of God had not surrounded you and you have not heard the voice that introduced Christ, amen, and I'm not saying this has to be an audible thing, but it's something that you cannot deny. When it happens, listen, is a is a is a game changer. It changes your life. You can no longer deny it. It's not you trying to be nice. It's not you trying, all right, to be forgiven. It's not you trying, all right, to be humble. It's not you trying, amen, to give. When, when you encounter, when you truly encounter Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, it is a game changer. That is the point and place where, amen, your life transits from, you know, religious order. Remember, religion is what men say. Religion himself, amen, is not, it's not sinful. Religion, hallelujah, is, 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 the, is the concept or the idea of one who has devoted himself or herself, amen, to a worship or to serving, amen, a deity or God. So, the term religion itself, amen, is not evil. And I think that's something that we need to correct because when we use the term religion today, you know, we, we always connect religion, amen, to something that is, <clears throat> that, that is evil. And that's not true. Religion is a, is a term, is an English word, amen, that, that defines to us, amen, someone's devotion, someone's commit, commitment, amen, to a worship, amen, to a God, to a deity. Amen. It, 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 that could be a foreign God. It could be the true God. In fact, many, if you, if you read, amen, if you read or you study about many of the great men, amen, who walk with God in the early century, amen, they always, you know, inter, interuse or interconnect religion and spirituality together. And the Bible tells us this is a religion that God accepts. So there's a religion that God accepts. Yes, that you visit, yes. The homeless. That you do what you need to do. So God says if you're going to be devoted to me. Amen. In one part of my devotion is that you do what you ought to do. In terms of representing me to those who are vulnerable. To those who are weak. To those who do not have. Who, who are in lack. All right. So the term religion itself. Amen. It's not an evil term. So when we say somebody's got. You know is operating from religion. We need to clarify what we mean. There's a religious spirit, a religious spirit, amen. You can be serving the unknown God. That's religion, but they're, amen, but they're spiritually blind. They're serving the unknown God. They're serving the unknown God. So when we say religion, we need to understand that it's a devotion. We're devoted to God, amen. We're devoted to the things of the spirit. All right, I just felt I needed to, you know, clarify that because we, in fact, I, I, I was doing, you know, doing a write-up yesterday and I was highlighting some point from this, you know, concept of religion that we, we don't just follow the bad wagon of, oh, uh, is, is that, that guy's religion is it's religious. You know, let's understand what that means. Sometimes what we, what we, 
reject, amen, or refuse to be religious might actually be something that the Lord, amen, has accepted because that thing is expressing, amen, a heart after him. That thing is expressing the spirituality that glorifies him, that honors him, amen. So you go check the meaning of religion, amen. But that's different from somebody, amen, who has a religious spirit, who is proclaiming things about God that he has not, that he has not, he or he or she has not experienced. All right. If, 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 if a true religion means that you've encountered God, you've seen him, you were with him, you have touched, you've, 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 you've felt, hallelujah, his presence around you. And that's what we are looking for. Amen. We must, you know, experience that light that encircles us. We must hear the voice. Amen. That introduces Jesus to us. Not just any kind of voice. The voice has to be the voice of Christ. Amen. The voice has to be the voice of Christ. The voice of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes. Whatever we see has to tally with what the word of God. Amen. Describe. Lest you see something else. Lest you hear something else. That sounds like Christ. That looks like Christ. But it's not Christ. You see. So when Jesus introduces himself to you. <laughs> Your life will change. Your life will be transformed. Because there's something about his voice, amen, that renews you, that awakens you, that transforms you, that empowers you, that equips you, and that sets you on the right path to spiritual growth. So it doesn't mean that the fact that you've heard Jesus, you saw Jesus, amen, that suddenly you've become spiritual. No, I need to balance that. It means that at least your life has been set on the right path. Because a lot of people have built their life, their ministry on some revelation. They had a vision. They had a revelation. All right? They had a voice. And they think because of the voice they've heard, suddenly they have matured. No, that is a trap of the enemy. Don't fall for that. Amen. You have to grow. You have to be built. You have to desire the sincere milk of the word of God. Such that now that you have encountered this, whenever you encounter the word of God, whenever this, the word comes alive, amen, you can relate that, amen. You can connect that to, you know, your spiritual experience. And if you don't understand, you can go back to him who reveals himself to you and say, hey, I read something in your word. Can you please explain to me? Can you please show me? Can you please, you know, uh, uh, give me a better understanding of the scripture? Yes, because now you have this boldness and this confidence, amen, that you have encountered God. You see, if you have not encountered God, you would not love to read the word of God. And when you read the word of God, it will be looking like, you know, everything is confusing. And that's why people say, no, 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 no. I, 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 I don't I, I don't have time for the word of God. Why? Because they have not encountered. When you encounter God, amen, the joy of coming back to God's word, amen, will be there. And that joy will continue to grow. Amen. Of course, it grows because you desire it. The Bible says you must desire the milk of the word. So it doesn't happen automatically. This is not some magic. Oh, because you experience God. So tomorrow, suddenly, you, 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 your heart goes for the word. No, you've got a desire. You know, like a newborn baby. Like a newborn baby. Uh, you know, my 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 son. You can see when 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 the when the boys wants his 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 mother's breast. I mean, he cries. He wants it. He wants it. Uh, whatever you do, he, you, even if I take him and you know try to rock him, no no no. Uh, at that point in time, he doesn't want you. All right, <laughs> he's used to me. He loves to play with me. But guess what? When he's hungry, he's hungry. No, nothing else will do. He wants that breast. And that's, that is something that, amen, leads us to the word of God. That's something God, God says in his word. We've got to desire. We desire to the point of crying. The Bible says, as the deer pants for the water, my soul pants and longer yearns after you. 
You want it. You quest for it. You pursue it. They have, if the quest for the things of God is not there, you have to pray them into your life. God, give me a desire for your word. Give me a desire for your presence. Give me a desire to abide. Give me a longing. Yes. That will not be satisfied. Give me, oh God, grace to pray, to seek your face, to call upon your name. I desire you. I long for you more than anything. I w- because listen, your, your, your spirituality is a direct manifestation of your conversion. How you get converted. Many of the people today who have, who have fallen by the wayside, who have gone to misrepresent God, who are abusing and, and misusing and maligning the name of God. God, check their conversion. Something is wrong. And those, amen, who were converted right but strayed, you would discover that they have a way of coming back to God. And they don't mind losing everything that they've gathered. They don't mind losing everything. As long as that joy of their salvation is returned to them, they're satisfied. Those are the ways, amen, that you get to know. If indeed, amen, you are truly born again. If you live in sin and you enjoy the sin, you just enjoy sin, you love, you love it, you swim in it, you, you know, it, 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 something tells me that you're not truly converted. But, you know, when you fall as a righteous person, there's the desire to want to get up again. Because you will never feel right. You will never feel right. You never feel right outside home. You never feel happy, amen, outside the presence of God. Those are the, the fruit, amen, of one who is truly converted. Something, amen, about God is, is calling you back. It's like you'll be hearing this distant sound. It's like somebody calling your name from, a, from afar and you're wondering. It's, you know, it's like God say, Adam, where are you? Instead of him running to God, he went to hide. That's what sin does. When we, when we allow sin to dwell in our, in our life, we'll be hiding from God. My point this morning is the conversion of Paul was a turning point because his conversion was genuine. His conversion earlier was not some makeup religious you know, thing. His conversion was clear. It was, it was dramatic. Amen. He, he knew that something happened. You see, he went into a process where the, pre, the, the they prepped him, they prepared him, they trained him. Amen. By the time he was released to go out, suddenly he became a known voice. He became someone that even those earlier that he was that he was working for could no longer, amen, challenge his position. No matter what they tried, they tried to kill him. They could not, amen. They 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 tried to they use all kinds of means and method to stop him. They could not. Why? Because Paul had encountered God. <laughs> He had encountered God. He didn't encounter another religion. He didn't encounter another sect. You know, remember, he was fighting this sect because he didn't know what this sect represented. These people, they call themselves the people of the way. He, he, he was there when Stephen, one of them, was killed. He saw the way this man died. He saw the joy in the face of this man that was being stoned to death, amen, with, with hatred and, and with hatred and, un, and, and ungodliness and, and all kinds. He was there. He saw. He seen the lifestyle of these people. What, what kind of people are these? And these people are not Pharisees. They are not part of the sect. They have no political, you know, uh, 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 agenda. They have no, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, religious, you know, uh, uh, position. Because back in those days, it is the religious ruler, amen, that defines the law, that defines the policy. They are the in, they are the go in between, amen, between the people and the and the Roman, you know, uh, uh, you know, empire that was ruling, you know, uh, Israel back then. You know, so so they, Paul is wondering, who are those people? You, you just follow a carpenter and you say, you know. So, 
But he, he has seen the power of lifestyle. He's seen the power of lifestyle. I said there's a power in lifestyle. There's a power in how you live life, how, how you speak, what you do. Amen. In, in, in your, in, when people come into your space, there, there's, a, there, there's a cabot, there's a glory of God that abides there. Amen. There, there's a presence of God that when people come near you, when you speak, amen, you may be stammering. But even in that stammering, there is an authenticity to your word that people like, they want to listen, they want to hear you. They, they, cannot, they cannot deny that this man is saying something. It's not about what you're saying. It is the life and the spirit, amen, in the content of what you're saying that makes a difference. You see, that is what I call ministering from a position of life than, than, than declaring things from the position of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's sounding wow. Like some people say, oh, I'm processing. You can't process. When, when is there? When the spirit of God comes into your life, I'm telling you, it changes who you are. It transforms you. It's not, it's not the eloquence of human wisdom. Pastor, when I come to you, amen, I do not come amen, with the eloquence of, of human wisdom. No, I do not want your faith to rest. I don't want your faith to rest on the wisdom of man, but on the demonstration of the power of God. That demonstration, amen, is a position of spirituality, is a position of life, is a position, amen, of grace and understanding, is a position that when you speak, amen, the things of God becomes transformational in your life. And Samuel, I'm coming. It's a position of transformation. So this is the point and place God, amen, is calling us into, friends. And I hope this morning that I've been able to challenge you. I've been able to, you know, encourage you to bring your life to that position where you can ask yourself, am I truly converted or is just a make-believe? Have I engaged God? Thank you so very much, everyone, this morning for watching, for listening. We'll continue hopefully tomorrow as the Spirit of God will guide and lead us. Have yourself a wonderful, blessed day. Bye-bye.